Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fassett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, welcome. This is Gemma. I am thrilled to be here with you today. Um, what do we have going on? Oh my goodness. There's so much. So I guess my question is, did you do a little something to raise frequency in your life? Did you clean something up? Did you step into something you've been wanting to do but were resisting? Did you eat something healthy? What did you do? And the reason I ask is because like when we do those little things, they kind of they kind of prime the pump and we want to do more. And so I'm just curious, like if you did it and if you could feel the difference and if that felt like really like something you'd like to do again, <sighs> you know, cause I, um, I just get on a roll with it and it was fun because, um, I don't know, last night I didn't expect to do any more of it. And then, and then we did a little bit and it was just fun and we were just in the flow and there was something so delicious about that. No expectations, no judgment, just being really present with, um, with space and each other and I don't know, just enjoying it, you know, just really enjoying it. Yeah, life has been delectable. So um, there's all this chaos happening supposedly in the world, but if we don't watch the news, we don't know about it, <laughs> which means that if you are having trouble maintaining your higher frequency because you're watching the news, then cut back or cut it off or something because your contribution to the world at this time is your higher frequency. It isn't your fear. You know, fear is what serves like the illusion it just serves the illusion it it's crazy how it works whereas love actually clears the illusion let's turn my green drink so we have this opportunity to be part of the solution but that's got to come from you loving you and that's where you get the inspired action and the passion rises up and you can feel into what feels really good for you. When my decisions are coming from within me, I don't need to defend them. I don't need to find evidence to support my belief and I don't have to justify it to anybody. I can just know my decision. It's really, it's, it's nice, you know, but I can remember a time where I've spent a lot of my life having to defend every choice and every decision because having, you know, like not, I wanted to do what was right for me, but I wanted people to support me doing it. And then finally I got over that because you know what you, um, if you're looking for something, it means you believe it isn't there and you'll keep finding that it isn't there. It's, it's truly exhausting 
to have to prove yourself all the time. And it takes away from the joy of just doing the thing that feels right for you. It just totally takes away the joy because it's almost like you believe you don't deserve it unless other people are supporting you in doing it. And that gets really tricky, you know, and it just, it just ruins the flow and the momentum and the pump priming and everything gets skewed because of that. Mm. My green powder is so good, but it's the strangest thing because I got a new jar of it, same company, same brand, same everything. But because there's so many, um, what do you call it, vegetables and stuff in there, you know, if they have a different year, it totally changes the flavor. It's really wild. So the flavor is different. Mm. It's almost like it's more adulty, maybe. <laughs> mm. So herein lies the thing, right? You have to love you. And people are like, well, you know, that's just ridiculous or hard or that's silly or, but I'm going to tell you that we live in this world where what you do for you, you do for all and what you don't do for you, you do for all. So like when you don't do something for yourself, you're not doing it for anybody. If you are not willing to do something for you, you're, you're not willing to give yourself, you know, that, that whatever, that security, freedom, uh, love, um, patience, sympathy, not sympathy, empathy. If you're not willing to give these things to yourself, then when you give them to another person, they're very conditional. That is the, that is the way this works. But if you give it to yourself, then you are tapped into the unlimited um, aspect of that which you are giving yourself and you unconditionally give it to the world. So if you want to love someone in your life, you first have to love you. And so loving, loving myself is my main priority. It's because if I'm finding an area of myself that is resistant to my love, then I know that that's exactly where I have to focus my love. Because if there is an area that I agree to, like uh, if I am made aware of an area of my being that is resistant to being loved and I cater to that, then I am again not loving myself unconditionally. Okay, so here is a wonderful tool for embracing the aspects of yourself that are rearing up and resisting and saying, no, 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 not me. Um, and that might be projection. It could be anger. It could be overwhelm. It could be jealousy. It could um, be resentment. It can show up in all these different ways. And when it shows up, oh boy, do we feel it. We know we feel it. But immediately... We will write a story that it's not about us. Okay, so first of all, we have awareness that we have these feelings. Awesome, 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 awesome. And then if you know that the next step is that you will project it on something outside of yourself. Let's keep, 
let's keep the eyes off us, you know, let's put them somewhere where, you know, let's extend that illusion, basically. So guess what? We can be aware that that happens and not judge it or resist it. There's going to be a projection outside, but we don't have to give it any value. We don't have to follow the bouncing ball outside with the projection. Okay, cool. So now you're aware that you have the feeling. You're aware of what is going to be the first um, gut response, which is to project. And we're not going to go there. We're just going to allow it to be. Oh, excuse me, boy. Wow, the releasing is back. Okie dokie. So you've projected it and you're aware that you projected it, but we're not going to give that any weight. We're not going to follow that ball. And because what will happen is we'll just get to drag down, um, you know, uh, a whole different path of any sort of truth. There's no truth there. And the story will build until it's not even plausible. And then we'll build another story and another story and another story just to keep us from looking within. Okay, so we're not going to give that any value. We recognize we're bringing ourselves back to the feeling. All right, let's go back to the feeling. And we're aware of the feeling again. And and we can do this a few times. We might notice that this, this deep desire to project it outside is stronger than our ability to stay present with the feeling. Guess what? Practice makes perfect. You're going to be aware. You're going to see the projection. You're not going to give it any value or meaning. You're going to come back to the feeling. You might project again. You come back to the feeling and breathe. Feel that feeling. And when you are able to sit with the feeling, you might cry. You might yawn. You might uh, I don't know, scream. Uh, most people don't scream. But you might have these different feelings of release, right? And that's good. Let them happen. Stay with the feeling. And then, and then when you're there with the feeling and you find yourself uncomfortably present <laughs> in whatever form, then you can say this feeling of resentment, this feeling of comparison, this feeling of overwhelm, this feeling of anger. There's room for you here. Mm, There is space in this body for you. We can even say, I love you. I love this feeling, this feeling of anger. You know, it's funny. Whenever I say I love something, I immediately and this is what the mind does, this is the tool that is the mind, I immediately see value in what I said. Like when I say, I love this feeling, and what if it was anger? I love this anger in my body. There's room for this anger in my body. But when I say I love this anger, I see the value it gives my life. Isn't that crazy? I can see that, ah, this shows me that, you know, I'm an alive human being, ah, This shows me that I still have feelings for this person. Ah, this shows me that I'm still involved in this. It just really gives me like a wake up to recognize, um, you know, like just appreciate, right? We're appreciating something that's supposed to be bad. And then suddenly we can see that it birthed good. Pretty cool. It it was like the the, um, catalyst for good. Pretty cool. I like it. So... You just sit with that and then you just notice that, you you know, as you sit with it and as you accept it, 
It processes and it just releases and that's what it does. And you're gonna, as you practice this technique, as you practice it, you're gonna notice many things come up, many things. And at different points in your life, you are gonna be more in the groove of this. Like when I say in the groove, I mean, you're gonna be noticing a lot more crying in your life and you're crying for no reason. You're gonna notice a lot more emotion coming up. And maybe that's because you don't have the distractions you had in your life previously. Your focus has changed. Your awareness is expanded. You are an expanded person. And if you're going to continue to expand, which once we start expanding, we're like, yay, this is wonderful. I want to keep going this route. But guess what? Expansion can only go so far if you're unwilling to let go of the old stuff. Because the old stuff exists at those old frequencies. But if we insist on holding on to our anger at our mom the way she raised us, then we can't move further because that will not go through the door with us. Like every door we go through, we are only allowed to carry a smaller and smaller bag. Go figure. So um, you have to be able to say, you know what? I'm okay being done with that. I'm okay forgiving this, forgiving the fact that I carried it, forgiving my mom for being there and being her way. And what's really wild, again, I'm coming back to that wild thing, whereas if you can bring gratitude to a situation, right? So I brought gratitude to my childhood, to having my parents for parents, and I brought gratitude. I was so grateful for having my parents for parents and so grateful for what they did for me. And guess what? The story flipped. It flipped from being one of like living in a prison to one of, oh my God, they kept me so safe for this experience that I'm now having. having Because if I had, people were not ready for me. My dad as much said I was born in the wrong time. I felt like I was in the wrong time. And now for the first time in my life, I feel like I'm in the right time. So if I was born in the wrong time, wouldn't it make sense that I could have been, like if I didn't have the parents I had, I might have grown up differently. I might have become different, you know, like, and so everything I find is just like this perfect, everything's perfect, <laughs> everything, every experience is perfect, every experience is an opportunity to gift us, what are you being gifted with your latest trauma, with your latest experience, with your latest difficulty, what is the gift coming through, but unless you can be grateful for that trauma, you can't accept the gift. So it's time to get grateful for all of those difficult times and all those traumas. At first it might be hard, you know? Of course it's gonna be hard because you have all these stories defending, you know, your smallness that you can justify by that story. But what if you didn't justify the smallness? There's a good chance you wouldn't be small. What if you didn't defend these stories for being like harmful? Maybe the harm won't be uh, permanent. Maybe the harm won't be carried with you. Maybe you can just let it go. Ooh, this is big stuff. Big stuff. I love it. I absolutely love it. Holy cow. And the time is up. Oh my God. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. You know I love you. And I'm sending you tons of love. Find a trauma and make it your friend. 
Bye now. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at gemmafaucet.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.